Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Key Reese. And I'm Emily Vernon, filling in for Laura Brodnick today. Yes, thank you so much. Laura Brodnick's still off, doing her wedding vibes. So Em comes to us from our brand new Gen Z podcast, The Undone. Why don't you tell everyone what it's about? Yeah, so it's our Gen Z podcast. It's for people in their 20s, people who were in their 20s, people are looking forward to their 20s. And we basically just talk about our lives and how we're navigating the world without a GPS. Very candid, very undone. Love that. We'll link it in our show notes. You can all have a listen. On today's show, Hollywood's worst kept secret was confirmed over the weekend with Kim Kardashian finally filing for divorce from Kanye West. So why has it been so drawn out? We've got a few theories. But before we get into that, we have the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. So Larry Emder will be replacing Andrew O'Keefe as the host of The Chase Australia. The Morning Show co-host said, I've had a love affair with quiz shows for most of my working life and the opportunity to host one of the TV world's greatest formats is incredibly exciting. I've always enjoyed watching The Chase Australia and I can't wait to dust off my shiny game show shoes, apply some game show grey teeth whitener and learn how to say words like, I'm going to butcher this, new mono ultra microscopic silica volcano kenosis. Do you think I nailed that? I think you might have. Like, I honestly don't have any complaints with it. You just have to commit. So the change happened in light of Channel 7 dropping Andrew O'Keefe from the network due to assault allegations made against him. And Larry, I think, has good experience. He used to host Wheel of Fortune and also The Price is Right. So, I mean, he is just a gorgeous, gorgeous man. So I'm excited about the update. On Friday, Queen Elizabeth announced that Harry and Meghan will not be returning as working royals and they will be stripped of their royal patronages. The statement read, The Queen has written confirming that in stepping away from the work of the royal family, it is not possible to continue with the responsibilities and duties that come with a life of public service. The honorary military appointments and royal patronages held by the Duke and Duchess will therefore be returned to Her Majesty before being redistributed among the working members of the royal family. So in response to this, a spokesperson for Harry and Meghan announced... As evidenced by their work over the past year, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex remain committed to their duty and service to the UK and around the world, and have offered their continued support to the organisations they have represented regardless of official role. We can all live a life of service. Service is universal. Mm. And that is the part that everyone has been talking about. Drama. Imagine having ongoing beef with your grandmother. It's kind of sad. I feel bad for them. (laughs) It's really sad. In other royal news, that's slightly less dramatic. Yesterday, Princess Eugenie and husband Jack Brooksbank announced that they have named their baby son. Eugenie posted a carousel of the three of them on their Instagram with the caption, We wanted to introduce you to August Philip Hawke Brooksbank. 
August is named after his great, 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 great grandfather, Prince Albert, whose middle name was Augustus. It's a strong name. I really like it. So I swear the royal family just pick a name they like and then they're like, now we have to go through our ancestry.com to find someone. <laughs> find someone that we can tie it to. Ladies and gentlemen, Reggae Sean Bridgerton star Reggae Jean Page made his SNL hosting debut this week alongside musical guest Bad Bunny. He was not afraid to poke a little bit of fun at his sex symbol status as the Duke of Hastings, with his opening monologue being as sexy as you would imagine. Ladies, ladies, okay, I hate to break it to you, but I'm actually just kind of a nerd. I nerd out on music. I sing silly little songs like... I'm happy to play the Duke. I've been around for a while, though. I was in Roots. I played high-flying lawyers. Yet somehow people just want me to be this guy who says, I burn you. He was such a good sport. Is that his actual singing voice? Yes. Stop. So you heard the, his pipes in the monologue that he just did. Yeah, we did. He then goes on to do a skit later where he's with a bunch of really, really manly guys. They're playing pool. He goes to put his favourite song on, The Jukebox, and it's Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's Licence. Nice. So probably the funniest song that we've actually done a deep dive on the spill about. <laughs> Listen to the audio. It's funny. I won't do it justice explaining. What's this song like even about even? Yes, it's about a girl getting her driver's licence, but it's bittersweet because... Something she and her ex always talked about. That's what I guess based on hearing it for the first time right now. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, if you want to get all literal, but uh, I mean, I think I overheard on the news or something that it's actually about the kids from High School Musical. I don't know. Oh, who? Uh, Vanessa Hudgens, Zac Efron, Sharpay, that whole crew. Oh, man. High School Musical, the series. (laughs) Olivia wrote about Joshua Bassett, who's allegedly now with Sabrina Carpenter. Listen, man. It's so good. We'll link it in our show notes. You can watch the full clip if you haven't seen it. I had so many messages on the weekend being like, how funny was that skit? So it finally happened. Reality TV star turned entrepreneur Kim Kardashian filed for divorce from Grammy award-winning rapper Kanye West after almost seven years of marriage and four children together. Celeb news site TMZ were the first to break the news. Their sources confirmed that the divorce is as amicable as it can be. Kim is asking for joint legal and physical custody of their kids. Both are committed to co-parenting together. There is a prenup and neither party are going to contest it and they are reportedly already far along in reaching a property settlement agreement. Alongside messages about the skit, this was probably the topic that I got the most messages about over the weekend. So many people are sad about this. And were you surprised? I was also sad about it, but only because I was sad that it didn't happen sooner. Interesting. <laughs> I'm so happy, which I know is really bad luck, but I'm really happy. I felt like he was holding her back. She had just started to do really great things with her influence, like the prison reform. She's changing people's lives. And I feel like now she can finally just spread her Kim Kardashian wings and just take off and be her own person. Yeah, I think a lot of people weren't had heard about it for a while. We, we knew last year, like late last year, yeah. after he announced his presidential run in July, that he was most probably going through some kind of episode. Mm-hmm. And he did that rally where he spoke really openly and candidly about the fact that he and Kim had discussed aborting their first daughter, North, news that no one had ever heard before and was obviously quite intimate. He then had that Twitter rant where he was going yeah. against the family. He called Chris Jenner 
Kim Jong-un. And then Kim came out and kind of said, hey, my husband is my husband. He's going through an episode at the moment. I'm trying to be there to support him. And then there was obviously that famous picture of her having travelled to Wyoming and like tears in the car, obviously really upset that he had revealed such intimate details about their kid that she will later on know, which is quite upsetting. But we know that they've been physically separated for some time. He wasn't in any of their kind of Christmas, New Year festivities. Valentine's Day, typically a day when he like is over the top in expressing his love for her. Like I think he had Kenny G one year. She came down to Roses and he's playing a piano for her. And it just seems like we've known about this for so long and it was so calculated She'd have her wedding ring off, people would notice, so she'd put it back on in her Instagram stories. And even the fact that she filed for divorce on Friday, which is textbook. So anytime a celebrity doesn't want a bunch of news coverage, they'll typically file on Friday so that there's no time to really cover the story because everyone will be off for the weekend. Interesting. So interesting. And we were hearing earlier as January from credible sources that she had split up with him and that she had seen Laura Wasser, who is a high-profile divorce attorney, and that she was planning to file for divorce. And there are actually plenty of theories out there. And one of them that I think is really spot on was from a person called the lawyer Angela. So she is famous on TikTok. She's a qualified lawyer and she kind of debunks different things. And she had a bit of a theory or a hypothetical about what she might do if she was the type of a very involved mother, aka Chris Jenner. And this was pre-filing and listen to what she says. So if I were a type of very involved mother... Like someone who would write in her memoir that she plans her children's lives like they are chess pieces. And I knew that a giant class action was coming in a few days, but my poor daughter wasn't 100% sure she was ready to cut the cord with her baby daddy. But I also knew that under California law, the date of separation is really important because after that date, each spouse is responsible for their own earnings and debts but also that lawyers fight all the time over the date of separation because one party might want to extend that date to cover more credit card debts. Well, let's say I had an in with the media. I might just make sure that it is printed that my daughter is indeed separated before those class actions come. That's just what I would do if I were playing chess. Stop. So this is insane. The devil works hard. Yeah, exactly. But Christiana (laughs) always works harder. Always, always, always. So as I mentioned, we found out about, like, press was covering this as early as, like, the 5th of January. Yeah. So many headlines like Kim Kardashian, Kanye West separated. It was everywhere. And then towards the end of January, news came that Kanye West was facing a $30 million, so it's around $39 million Australian dollars, lawsuit over unpaid workers at his Sunday service show. So the thing he does like with the big choir, they got invited to Coachella. They usually perform every Sunday. And around a thousand of those performers who worked with him were claiming that they were mistreated or not paid. So she, as his wife, would have been facing that lawsuit too. But the news was reported on January 5th. They would have all had knowledge that they were going to file for this because most likely they would have come to him before they filed to see if they could like settle without having to go to court. And then this is where it gets interesting because on the filing that Kim filed on Friday, there is not a date of separation listed. And this is what TMZ wrote. 
The docs filed by Disso Queen Laura Wasser don't list a date of separation. It's listed as as been determined. The date is almost irrelevant because their split has been so well chronicled in the news and social media. So they're going to be using the new stuff that happened in January as evidence that... Yeah. Stop! And it's just wild because I just feel like I've been a pawn in their whole separation <laughs> yes. and divorce. Like I feel I've used. been following along like a good little soldier. <laughs> like, yes, they are going to get separated. We don't know. Like, every Thing that's happened on social media all of us have been reporting anytime like there's a sign and then it all just kind of has fallen into place but they've known that this is going to happen for ages and she's just done it to protect her assets which is smart and I think anyone would do the same thing but man Hollywood is just a lot cutthroat I feel like I've been taken on for a ride and I don't like it I just want to know what's going to happen to that W and KKW beauty I think it's time to put it to rest RIP the W well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. And thank you, M, for sitting in for Laura Brodnick. Thanks for having me. Yes, always fun to change it up. Laura Brodnick will be back tomorrow, probably to pay me out about something I don't know. <laughs> Remember, while you're listening to today, to subscribe for us. That way you never miss an episode. And if you have time, leave us a review because it helps us move up in the rankings and more people can find us. This episode of The Spill was produced by Maddie Joanno with audio production by Leah Porges. We will see you on mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. Hi. My name is Claire Stevens and I'm the editor-in-chief of mamamia.com.au. I run the editorial team who cover everything from news to opinion to health to reality TV, basically everything that makes up the fabric of women's lives. For 12 years, Mamma Mia has represented what women are actually talking about. Our biggest power is that we're candid and authentic, so right now, we're doing just that. Facebook has banned Australian publishers and users from viewing and sharing news. You can read an explainer on mamamia.com.au about why this is happening and what it means. You won't find Mamamia's content in your feed. But in the meantime, we're still here, doing what we've always done at Mamamia. You can sign up to our newsletters at mamamia.com.au slash newsletters or visit our homepage at mamamia.com.au. That's M-A-M-A-M-I-A dot com dot A-U. We won't be changing a thing. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.